0: Kentucky Roll Call Podcasts are brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. Do you cheer for a team without a head coach? Is prayer the only way you'll hear your team's name on Selection Sunday? You might be suffering from depression, anxiety, or what we like to call March sadness. Have no fear, Cornbread Hemp is here. Cornbread Hemp's organic, full-spectrum CBD products have just what you need to relieve everyday anxiety try our extra strength gummies today use the promo code big x at checkout and get 30 off your purchase at cornbreadhemp.com don't wait to beat the buzzard try cornbread hemp today
1: bueller 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 good morning tip tip
2: of the cap to tip of the tip cat just the cat just cats cats tip. Cats, cats. cats tip tip of the cap terry
0: wilson he's gonna throw conrad Touchdown, Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> Victory, Kentucky!
2: Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad,
1: bad girl.
0: they his buggers over here. Back outside.
1: This is the point where he always hits it. And oh! Aaron Harrison,
0: beyond we did it. We beat we, those British. We bastards. beat the British. Second, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson! 20! 10, Five! Touchdown! Kentucky! Jesus, Rash, get it together! Yeah, right. It's game day. Come on! Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush.
2: Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday to you, March 8th, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Tuesday. Roll
1: Call. Justin, how are you today? I am exhausted, tired. Did not get enough sleep last night. I was doing a eighth region basketball last night over in Kentucky, so didn't get home till after eleven. I'm exhausted, to say the least. It was was a championship game. Uh, it was a semifinal last night. Yeah, North Oldham and Collins, and then Oldham County and Woodford County. Well, who who were the winners? Uh, we had North Oldham win. It was 48-41, and then Woodford County was able to pull away late and defeat Oldham County. So no Oldham County rivalry in the eighth region championship.
2: Okay. All right. I'm we have a lot of actual Crowley High School basketball stuff to to talk about on today's show. Nick Roush, how are you?
1: Nick Roush? I think uh, he's having some internet issues. Man, just – boy.
0: You think,
2: like, just setting something up 20 seconds before, and then when it doesn't work, you're, like, surprised by it. it That's right. It, I mean, it's just common sense one-on-one, but <laughs> uh, neither here nor there. Yeah, so there, it was a pretty big night uh, for it high was. school basketball. Uh, what makes Kentucky such a great state for high school basketball is that these regionals are such a big deal, and... Do you? If you win it, does it mean that you're going to go to the Sweet 16 and have great success? No, it doesn't. But it's such a big deal to be able to come out on top and be able to tell for the rest of your life that you won your regional, you got to go to the Sweet 16 and Rupp Arena and compete for a state championship. And we saw a lot of memories, heartbreak last night that we will talk about uh, today. And we will talk about NCAA March mm-hmm. Madness, Justin. We had a lot of that going on. Yep. That, that was uh, more tickets punched last night. A really exciting finish to the Furman Chattanooga game, which was uh, really, really enjoyable. And then not a ton of UK basketball news. John Calipari did his coach's show yesterday, and we'll talk about some of the stuff that he says. Uh, obviously, buying a little bit of time as we're trying to or hoping that Nick Roush can figure out whatever he's got going on uh, with with his setup this morning. So, a lot to get to on today's show. As always, we want to hear from you on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Uh, I'm like slightly tiny bit sick, so my if my voice sounds a little different. That's that's what we got going on here. But well enough to do radio in the morning and very excited to be able to do radio in the morning. Nick, did you figure out whatever you're dealing with?
1: All right. <laughs> He's he's used to he's used to being on the road. Oh, he is on the road today. That's right. I was gonna say he's used to being on the road, so now he's at home. But he is on the road, so it doesn't make any sense.
2: No, it it's just the thing is, it's not like things drastically change. Like if he's able to log on and get on here, there's no reason he shouldn't want to be able to hear or be able to talk. Right. So it's something very basic that's not working for him. Um, yeah. Well, that's pretty. Pretty pretty obnoxious uh, having to deal with this. So good good stuff, good stuff all around. Uh, Justin, there's Barry. a lot of other news in the city yesterday. I'm sure we'll probably hear about that. Some on the Thornton's text line.
1: <laughs> I Think I know what you're referring to. Pretty crazy, huh? Uh,
2: yeah, pretty wild. John Calipari got his watch back.
1: <laughs> Knew you were going there. <laughs>
2: I bet you probably were wondering what I had, what where where I was going with that. Um, people have people are already on the Thornton's text line. And by the way, when you go into the office this morning, pop by at Thornton's, get yourself some donuts, get yourself some gasoline, a breakfast sandwich if you will, some fresh fruit if that sounds more up. You're up to your speed they've got it all at Thornton's people are already texting in about it we will we will talk about it we'll address it but probably need to figure out what's going on with Roush before hey we can I, do I figured it
0: out
1: it. hey, yeah. hey.
0: Yeah. man yeah that was weird I have no idea it was driving me I, I, oh wow uh, I sorry folks
1: right
2: you you would think that you'd be experienced enough to try to set something up before two seconds before
0: going on air well, I, I I did do the one thing where I got caught watching videos of like high school hoops and stuff. A lot of marching is happening, and I, I've been here for a few minutes. And I looked, and I was like, "Oh crap, the show's starting." Uh, so that that was my bad. After that, I don't really know what was going on. My hangouts was just being very weird. But hey, we're up, we're running, we're working, we're ready to roll. Yeah, you sound echoey too. Well, I'm in a big room, like it it gets echoey. I can turn my gain down; that might help. But
2: it, it's not that bad no i think the gain is out of control i've never seen oh, wow. such wow a wild game in my life
0: speaking of wild games have we discussed any
2: wild games yet <laughs> we, 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 we kind of uh, we just basically every two seconds we're just and you log back into the thing so i uh, didn't know really didn't want to get into need to too knee deep to it but we did at least mention wild games wild games and wild games
0: wild games wild games um Man, it was really just all over the place. I was doing the thing where I was refreshing Jason Frakes' Twitter while watching the SoCon Championship and just wild on, on all accounts.
2: You had the viewing experience like I did for the UK Women's Championship game for the SEC, although I think unless you were at – valley for the seventh region championship between Mail and ballard you were probably most likely following along the same way and that's just scrolling up your twitter feed yeah wild game mail going to the sweet 16 after a triple overtime thriller against ballard
0: yeah and it was uh the the thing that i like i don't have anything against chris renner but i love that there's a narrative out that he can't win the big one because he won the big one in his first year and hasn't since and so I, he's retiring this year that was his last game hell of a way to go out just Whew, man, uh, losing on a buzzer beater to Caleb Glenn in the third overtime. And the thing that I noticed from the game was that it, it did have very much of, uh, like, every time you thought that one team was getting ready to break away, then something would happen. And they also got a lot of looks in the final, like, possessions of regulation and overtime to win the game. But teams would just miss good – like, they, they would get an open three and the dude just right off the back end of the rim. Like, it, it wasn't – it was great execution until they needed that big shot. The one play that I thought was pretty crazy though, TJ, I don't know if you saw it, but Ballard had the ball with like 20 seconds. Left. They were eating up like the last 30 seconds of the clock. Uh, in the first overtime and a dude from Ballard gets the ball and he's trying to clear space and just swings an elbow right into a guy of a male's face with 20 seconds left. It's like, Wait, dude, you you have the ball and a chance to win, and you're gonna start to throw, start throwing elbows 35 feet away from the basket. Come on, buddy. Um, so that that was a little silly, but all in all, uh, uh, once Maker Bar fouled out, I think in the at the end of regulation, uh, Caleb Glenn went and, and saved the day. So now we've got a Louisville commit in the Sweet 16 on one end, and then on the other end, uh, Reed Shepard. And North Laurel, the Jaguars there in the Sweet Sixteen. The video that I was actually watching that distracted me was Jeff Shepard celebrating, like, and it's just the most. It's all of the dad vibes, all of the emotion, all of the excitement. Man, March is just March is incredible.
2: Well, we we talked about this last week. Just how many extra thousands of tickets will the Sweet Sixteen sell if Reed Shepard is part of it? And I was talking about just for a specific, for a specific session, not necessarily like for the entire event and obviously the further that Reed Shepard and North Laurel go representing the 13th region the more thousands of tickets will be sold but I was just talking about for like that first session if it would have been some other team from the 13th region versus if it's Reed Shepard and North Laurel how many extra thousands of tickets are being sold I think at least a couple or a few thousand anywhere from two to three thousand which is a huge number just for one specific high school player and then you throw in The U of L commit for mail. And Mm -hmm. that's probably, you know, that's probably an extra grand, if not an extra two grand. Sweet 16 is thrilled. I would imagine everything has unfolded uh, in the regional playoffs. The big names will be there Mm -hmm. at Rupp Arena for the Sweet 16.
0: Yeah. Henry Clay uh, making it for the first time in a long time as well from the 11th. I know they punched their tickets last night. So um, we'll get a much better idea, I think, in the next two days. Um I, I think they'll all be settled by then. I know the girls sweet sixteen begins, I want to say tomorrow. Yeah, I think it starts tomorrow too at Rupp. So uh exciting time for high school hoops in the bluegrass, but the the other game that oh man, the that SoCon championship. It was funny. I was listening to it on the radio and uh Robbie Hummel was on the call with I think Benning and uh or, or whoever the guys that Benetti, there we go. That's the name. Yeah. Uh, and they were both like talking about how the game was slowed to a grind. And I was like, at, at the start, and they kept saying DeSosa. And I was like, wait, Sylvia DeSosa, like the Kansas guy? He's he's still kicking her in college basketball. And sure enough, he's still, the NCAA is letting him play basketball. Like, I had no idea that he was a Chattanooga mock, but. Man, he's going to the NCAA tournament. That was a a crazy final three, four, five possessions or so, where each team was just hitting one crazy shot after another. Finished with the, I mean, you couldn't play better defense for a forty footer, and the dude just buried it. I mean, unconscionable, just outstanding. Well, hell, hell of a hell of a way to really get championship week going. Besides me being hilarious, good looking,
2: obvious sex machine, the wife is super lucky because I'm her personal college basketball red zone concierge, where if there's a close game and she obviously doesn't care, uh, I think a lot of these times she didn't even know these colleges existed or even the towns in America potentially existed. But I'll say, hey, look, final 20 seconds, trip to the NCAA tournament on, take a peek, We're watching Furman got turns the corner on his defender, which he, that, that Furman player, perfect last possession. If the, if the defender would have shifted over, he would have gotten an easy, like 10 foot jump shot. But instead, he let him turn the corner, so instead he got an easy layup. Either way, he was going to get a clean look on that last possession with the way his first step off the dribble. If you're ever trying to teach kids to play basketball, that first step is so dangerous. And he got the corner on him, so boom, it was layup city. But And I went crazy because in the Jerome, which I'm totally sucking at, if you're not familiar with the Jerome, it's – it started as like a media member thing. You pick the conference tournament winners. You don't really get a prize. It's just bragging rights. Now it's like thousands of people, so it's not just media members. And uh, But I still do it, and I stink at it every single year. But I picked Furman to win that conference, so that would have been big for me in my Jerome standing. They score that layup, and the wife looks over at me, and she's like, I think they left too much time. And there's only four seconds left, and there wasn't even a timeout. So here we are both watching this. And perfect defense, too, by Furman. They don't – I mean, the guy who shot the shot and made it, he should have passed the ball. But they were basically forcing him just to chew up more clock over to this side for a second. Nothing to go there. So then he went back to the left side. There was really nowhere to go there. So he throws up this fadeaway – how far do you think that was? Thirty five-footer?
0: I mean, at least.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was wild. It was just a, yeah. such a deep shot at an angle, but it looked good the whole way, and you are just wondering, all right, is depth perception, is this going to be an air ball? Is this going to be hard off the back? Because it looks pretty darn good, oh, and then it went in, and we just went absolutely bonkers, as everybody did across the country that was watching that game. There, There's just nothing better than March Madness. And basketball, you just, you don't get in any other sport, do you really get finishes like you can consistently get in basketball in terms of one team just having the ball, the clock running out, and let's just throw up a prayer and see if it happens? You'll get hell Marys and you'll get a super exciting finishes in football, but basketball, it's just, it's built to happen so much more frequently than it is in
0: football. And, the, um, and I even had somebody reach out to me on Twitter say the same thing. Like, I've come to love football more than basketball, but. There's nothing like a buzzer beater in basketball, especially the way – I mean, Chattanooga was down three with, like, 35-ish seconds to go or so. They, they hit a shot to tie, it, and the shot clock was off for Furman. And the shot that that guy hit – like, Brooke even looked at me. She was like, did that just go in? Because he laid that one – he had two defenders off of him. He had a left-handed runner off the top of the glass. And it, that was a beautiful – bucket to give him the lead with four and a half seconds left and it was like oh gosh is something crazy gonna happen and the thing that i love about buzzer beaters tj is even though i'd only watched you know five minutes of the game maybe i, I think i got the last three or so and I, I still like stood up immediately and was like pacing around the room afterwards like the, it just that's the kind of reaction that's the only kind of reaction you can have in march you just i can't I can't contain it got to get up and, and walk around because this is insane
1: I have not heard it yet, but can we listen to the Chattanooga radio call of the shot? I haven't heard it either. Let's do this. Let's we're, do all, we're all first-timers. All right. Let's hear it. Bathwell out in front. 61-61 tie. Bathwell drives. All the way in his layup is good. With 4.3 seconds left. David Jean-Baptiste drives. Goes up. Three-pointer on the way. Got it. He hit it. David G. Matisse, three at the buzzer, Bucks win it! Oh no, that
2: wasn't that great.
0: Yeah, that wasn't no. that great. No, I'm actually pretty disappointed. <laughs> the dude is definitely, <laughs> like, he's reached his ceiling in play-by-play broadcasting. With Chad. <laughs> should, we hear, should we hear the Furman side of it? Yeah, absolutely Right here,
1: Here they're either going to win it Or we're going to a second overtime Eight seconds, Bothwell working on banks Bothwell down the lane, the layup is good With 4.3 seconds to go 4.3, they inbound to Baptiste Baptiste across mid-court One second, desperation Three is good It is good And the Mocs win it that
2: one was that one was that one was better although i do love the caveat that like either we're winning it or we're going
1: to another ot (laughs) eight seconds later the mocks win it the mocks win it uh the Furman broadcaster so much more excited well and i
0: think that, that i would be i don't know how many Furman fans were tuning in to that broadcast to to hear that but um i would be a little disappointed if i was a fan but if if that's me i I wouldn't be able to contain my emotions. I would be equally as excited.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's just, it's a wild sequence. One, for a second, one team thinks that their dreams, their college basketball dreams are continuing. They're going to the NCAA tournament. And then just in a matter of four seconds off a 35-foot heave, it's all over, and for a lot of them, maybe maybe their basketball careers are over. It's a wild sport. It's amazing. It gets people all worked up. It gets people emotional. And jumping back to the high school ranks, Roush, did you see uh, – the, not the story of the evening was Male or Ballard or Reed Shepard going to the Sweet 16. It was the background video of that 13th mm-hmm. region celebratory video from Josh Moore. Did you see that?
0: Yeah, I think it was uh, Knox Central is who – it's uh, yes. who North Oral beat, and as they're celebrating, there's it looks like an official is getting into an altercation with a student, uh, a player on Knox Central's team, and uh, we, we luckily we got multiple angles, and I think it's 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 inconclusive who was in the wrong here.
2: Well, everybody's in the wrong. I'll just stop you right there and let you know. Okay, like you all, we have, as as humanity. We have got to stop putting our hands on people, especially over sports. I mean, there's times and places to to throw. I think ever in the context of a sporting event, like winning or losing a game is the time to physically want to hurt somebody. Um, I I just I, I get it. Emotions can run high. People can run hot. The the even is if he didn't start it if he did start it I don't really care the official pushing that play you know like pushing that player off of him from that one angle that's wrong just like don't touch people just say your piece and then move the hell on and go on and live with your life and if you feel like it's a complete and total hose job then you can go through the proper channels but beating somebody up on the court's not going to win you the game uh, it's not going to win you anything except probably some prison time. So that's first and foremost, who's right, who's in the wrong. It seems like a lot of folks are in the wrong on this. Just stop touching people because you don't agree with their sports uh, decisions, whether it's officials, coaching, playing, whatever it is. It's absolutely outlandish. Now, all that being said, the first video Josh sends out, it mm-hmm. looks like the ref didn't really do too much wrong. Um you know, there's the, there's some bumping, and then a player throws a punch at the official.
0: Yeah, then yeah. You see- It's like a weird—it it was it, it goes back to the Jawan Howard, like, in-between push and punch thing, where it's like a hard shove, but maybe it, it initially— as a punch.
2: Yeah, and, it, like, and then it just turns into the shove. As like an arm bar, you know, sort of that yeah. sort of deal. Yeah. Um, then another angle comes out where you see the official— with a player standing next to him, just kind of push the kid. And it's like, whoa, wait a minute. Like, why would an official just do that? And then there is another video that you see the kid is kind of pushing up on the official, bumping him ever so slightly. And that's why the official kind of pushed him off of him to say, hey, get, get off of me. That's when the kid comes back. So who's in the right, who's in the wrong? It seems like there's enough blame to go around for plenty of people. Uh, but we have got to stop with the – like what other team was it that had a, like a melee? Was that in Bullock County? There was like a melee and their seasons just got forfeited because of it. Uh, it's ridiculous. And I know this is well, There was the one in
0: before. Texas where they had to – they suspended the game and after petitioning uh, the state, they let them play the end of the game like three on two or something like that because everybody else got ejected it was it was bizarre I, I, the one thing i will say like if you're the official just be an adult like this kid just lost a tough game i know he's technically in your space just run off the damn court like just get out of there the game's over mm-hmm.
2: i don't I, I, yeah. and you also like no offense i'm I, I listen nobody's more critical of officiating than me but um uh, allow just common sense to win the day and you can be critical without being physical. You would think that that would be a no brainer. And yes, the UK fans that threatened Higgins, uh, I think mostly that story was somewhat overblown, but still that's terrible. Like that's, that, that is, you need help. If you touch an official or if you get in a fight over a sport and you're a grown adult, then you need help. And this kid, he probably needs help. You know, he's not a grown adult, but still, Better to kind of catch this stuff earlier on. It's just never really the way to go about it. Throwing ice at officials like U of L fans did at their game—that's terrible. Like again, if you were the person that did that, uh, again, it wasn't like the whole fans were just raining ice down on like it was uh, Winterfell during the long night. But how mm. you like that, Roush? Man, a, little, what a
0: little, great. Game of, little Game of Thrones reference for you to Ooh, keep you on your toes. Are we? We're less than a month away. August are or we? April third. It's 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 Sunday, a Final Four weekend. No way! I thought it was, I thought they had said it was going to be like August. I'm I'm pretty sure I can I can double check. I was um, I, I was tentatively planning for that Sunday between Final Four.
2: I thought we got a release date. Let's see. That's when it like normally would be back in the good old days. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. I don't I don't think they. I don't know. I don't know if they have a date. I hope you're right but I don't know if they have a date yet.
0: I could see it coming on after this Showtime series ends with the Lakers, you know, where they kind of – because they like to stagger their stuff. Euphoria and Righteous Gemstones just ended, so they got to have one ready. Maybe that, that's – yeah, I'm not it – just it just says 2022 right now. I don't know why. Maybe there was like a leaked one where they thought – they speculated that it was happening then, but –
2: it could be that. You could have maybe they had initially thought it could be that date or they were shooting for that date. But the old ones definitely started generally around then. Not all of them. The later seasons started starting at different times. But it like was in a nice the first few seasons, it was like, you know, beginning of April is when you could count on Game mm-hmm. of Thrones being rocking and rolling, which is great because as like sports ended and you were like, oh, no, what are we going to watch? Okay, at least on Sundays we've got some – some Game of Thrones to look forward to as we're getting all over the place. But this is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Caleb, go seven to nine. We may as well keep this up. You know what else is coming out tomorrow, Roush? Hey, real quick, real quick,
1: awesome. on, high, on
2: Just, high school sports. We're going to get to high school sports. Hold on. I'm coming back to it. Well, I thought, I thought we were I've gotta, done. I've, I've okay. got to get – I'm still on my pedestal telling people not to put, punch people. I'm brave, <laughs> remember? <laughs> I've got I've to finish my holier-than-thou take. Roush, you know what else comes out tomorrow?
0: um who um is there a boxing thing yeah how about that We're it's back. already back i feel like it, feel like it just ended <laughs> well you do get the like uh I, it feels like it's like man once survivor ends there is like a few weeks where i'm like man when's it coming back this is taking forever and then you kind of forget about it. And it's like, Ooh, it's already back. Um, I was actually, uh, Nick's season is on Netflix. And so Brooke was going back and rewatching it. Just craziness. So hell yeah. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Yeah.
2: Uh, I'm, I'm pumped up about it. Should be a good time. Justin, I know we'll have more to talk about as well with survivor. Once it comes back on now that we don't have the Patreon RIP and give me back some of that money. Um, but anywho, uh, we maybe we'll just spend like five minutes on Thursdays talking about it or something and people may tune out and that's all right, but we'll, we'll have to consider that. All right, Justin, back to your high school take. I, and yeah, I, I don't think it should be a, I think it's common sense. Don't hit people over sports. Goodness gracious.
1: I, I was just going to say, I didn't, I didn't share it in the beginning, but I called um, Woodford County has Jim or Vince Merrill's nephew play for mm-hmm. the team. And he had at least, we had him down for 12 blocks. In the game last yeah. night,
0: Th- that was Vince tweeted out: twelve blocks, ten boards, four Unbelievable. points. Unbelievable! That which kid is, like is such an Anthony huge. Davis stat line. <laughs> yeah, he that kid how, is big.
1: What? Uh, how? How tall? Sorry. He's six. to that. He's probably about six seven, but still one of the biggest players on the court. Six seven, though, for just general
2: Kentucky high school basketball may as well be seven one. I mean, really?
1: well, and that's the that was the crazy thing. majority of his blocks came against another six seven kid. He was just doing a great job letting that kid get in the air and dictating his shot, and then he was able to just go up and block it. It was insane,
2: besides, well, I don't know, okay, ranking cool feelings in a basketball game that you do. I think one is just hitting a three. Is there like, isn't that an amazing feeling? Just like once it leaves your hands, especially if it feels good, and then you just get the work of art to see it go in, knowing you just got the maximum amount of points you could potentially get in the game of basketball, with the exception of an and one three. Secondly, a sweet pass. I love giving a sweet pass. There's really, that's an amazing feeling knowing, like, hey, you know what? I didn't score, but my, my good friend did. And it was all no, because. Wor- worst
0: feeling though, is when you have an awesome pass and then they like miss a layup that that's, that's <laughs> right up there like, like with the worst.
2: I wouldn't say the worst, but it is bad, but you at least feel like, Hey, you dingus, I did my part. Just make the darn shot. But yeah, that does suck. And then third for me, I don't know if this is actually an order. I'm talking all this out loud. I loved blocking people's shots, Roush. And I was a pretty underrated shot blocker just for my size. Cause I'm small, um, but I have longer arms and I, decent at timing people um but that was great because that you know there's nothing a little bit more like emasculating than being like oh you were gonna shoot this shot. no you weren't see see you later i'm gonna and, and the swat out of bounds that was always yeah, really yeah.
0: okay you're not getting specific enough though tj like the block shot off the backboard is that is the one that's like like the pin my butt. yeah like just pinning oh. it on the backboard that is such I never, a bad I, ne- I, I never
2: worried about that
0: <laughs> or even just like swatting it and it, like it, it just bounces off of it. That's a great feeling. Um, dunking on somebody, I've only had that feeling once and that was freaking awesome. Like I, I that was, I was the coolest person in the world for that, like two seconds. That would be amazing.
2: Uh, yeah. That, that's a great point. I'm like, gosh, uh, I feel like such a dweeb now talking about fun basketball memories and then, like, half of the sweetest ones I can't even
1: participate in. <laughs> yeah, dunking. I went, my mind went straight to dunking. I've always wanted to be able to do that. It looks so fun. That would yeah. be amazing. It, Darn it. Uh,
0: pretty, pretty neat, but uh, I, I could not do that for very long or very well. Um, getting dunked on, too, is also, like, not the, the greatest, but you also are just like, well, I mean, I just like, just like well, what what can I do? He <laughs> just got dunked on. Like, I guess I should have fouled him or something. I don't know, but just got dunked on. Uh, I
2: only got dunked on once, and it was on a help defense. It was so dumb. I shouldn't even. I, you should have
0: known to get out of the way is what you're saying.
2: Yeah, well, my defender conceded and just basically left me out to dry when I was trying to help his butt get beat off the dribble. And guess who just got a pair of German roasted nuts in their face? This guy
0: man and and we we opened the show talking about buzzer beaters but gosh i was we played trinity in a christmas tournament so you, we would get the regular season game but we also met with them in like the championship of a christmas tournament barge Sam. Mm-hmm. and oh it was uh we were down one and the play we drew up like i i i guess i was like the safety valve because i set the screen for the guy to go get it and they just doubled him left me open at the elbow and I mean, the, it hit every part of the rim and I thought yeah. it was going in And that moment when you think you're going to hit a buzzer beater to beat Trinity and then just the deflating moment afterwards is like, oh God, like what a, what a freaking ride of emotions basketball, man. It's just, it's the woo. best. And we get,
2: like, all of it all day, every day for the rest of our entire lives, it seems like. And that's what March is all about, baby. I've never hit a bona fide buzzer beater. I've hit shots with, like, three or four seconds left on the clock. I've hit a walk-off, walk-off free throws, which was pretty cool. Um, I've also missed free throws at with zero time left on the clock to extend games, which were just basically you make it, you win, you miss it, you lose. Um, so that wasn't as fun as well. But never mm-hmm. had a true, like, ball leave my hands, buzzer
0: goes off, it goes in everybody swarms yeah i
2: haven't had and that
0: unfortunately great about that too is that um uh, i guess it, so it would have been 2005 so 17 years ago my next door neighbor we're playing him in a christmas tournament finals in eighth grade and he hit wow. some bull crap tip in and he still is bragging about it years later and i'm still contesting that he did not get the shot off the ref was just tired of dealing with a bunch of uh crazy ass people on dixie highway getting rowdy during the game and he just wanted to get the hell out of there but that I love was that. Good, for, was you, good for your
2: friend. Bring it up each and every day. Well, well he even took the trophy
0: uh, too. Like it's supposed to be oh, in the school's trophy oh, case. And he was like, no, I'm keeping this. <laughs> that's amazing.
2: Good for him. That's what it's all about. All right. Um, a lot of people are texting in about some news in the city yesterday. And we, Justin and I already kind of did like a little joking bit. Non-joking. We'll come back. Briefly just touch on it. Not maybe the take that you think, but briefly touch on it. That's sincere. And then we'll get into the Thornton Stex line. We got to talk about some of the stuff Calipari said yesterday, because besides the watch bit, there were some interesting comments. And then it's spring football, baby. Uh, I I think we're kind of lost in our March haze and understandably so, but it's springtime and it's football and the cats they're back, baby. After it just seemed like not too long ago, Uh, they won their bowl game and we were all happy, but the very new look cats all of a sudden are back. So we'll talk about that as well. All right, don't go anywhere. Kentucky Roll Call and Big Exports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM returns after this. Oh.
0: What, I thought we were in the trust tree with in the nest, are we not? <laughs> Welcome
2: back, Ducky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. <laughs> My voice sounds like a... 13-year-old boy right now. Uh, TJ Walker, (laughs) that's so bad. Nick Roush and Justin Kalin here. Uh, I'm just going to push through it. On your Tuesday morning, we appreciate you listening. Text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. I think what could help my voice, always great, too, to have a scratchy voice before you're about to go into a bachelor party Vegas weekend uh, for the conference, for championship week of of the NCAA. So always where you want to be going in and fueling up for the long weekend but um Roush maybe some blue Powerade from a fountain specifically could help my throat
0: Ooh, maybe you can go to Mr. Blue Powerade's house he doesn't want me
2: back in anymore
0: you know anywhere else uh Salsaritas they have two locations in Louisville you could go to the Middletown one or the one closer to home in St. Matthews off Hubbard's Lane and why don't you get some mildly addictive chips right there maybe some tacos on Taco Tuesday Man, I don't know
2: of a better combination, Roush, than hitting up Salsaritas and then making your way to Freedom Hall to watch the Knights win their conference. Sounds like a heck of a Tuesday to me. me. I'm,
0: I'm, I'll be there. I'll be in there like swimwear. And I know that if you are on the fence about going, uh, tickets aren't sold out officially, I don't believe, but they're they're getting close. So go ahead and get those tickets now.
1: Yeah, I think
2: fifteen dollars. I've been told that the concessions there are much cheaper than you find at other places. I don't know if that's true or not. Because parking's I been. free,
0: too. that's that's a and big parking's
2: one. free. So yeah, it, it's a much cheaper alternative to taking some of your other kids to other sporting events and other games and stuff like that. Maybe not necessarily U of L athletics, you know, but but other places that that have more in demand tickets. So go out there; should be a good time. Get your Salsaritas either before or after the game, download the app, it'll save you some money. They've got a spot in St. Matthews, off Hubbard's, and their other location in Middletown on Shelbyville Road. That one has a drive-through. It is so good. You got to go there to check it out yourself. And if you go there before the game or after the game, you could take the wildly addictive chips with you and have something to snack on on the car ride. Win-win. That sounds sounds good to me. A uh, Bellerman Hugh it, I, I love it for them. I've always liked Bellerman. Would always follow along during their D two. Well, I'm certainly not one of their biggest fans. I've I've got some friends that will go to their games constantly, so I do realize they're significantly bigger fandom than my Bellerman fandom. But I've always rooted for them. Growing up in the Highlands too, Roush going to their basketball camps growing up. Uh, this is really cool, and I do hate that they can't get to an NCAA tournament. But weirdly enough, I feel like if they win. You could almost make a case that, like, this could be better than actually going to an NCAA tournament because if they because it's going to get talked about today, and then especially Mm -hmm. if they win, the fact that like Jacksonville State's waiting on edge to see if this other team beats their rival that's it's a wild storyline. Um, so I don't know, maybe that's a hot take, but
0: SVP will probably lead his show if that happens, like, not with saying it'll be
2: another chance. for it'll be another chance for all the, the same mainstays to rip the NCAA and all that, you know, it'll, they'll, they'll be in the news a lot where if they would win, yes, they'd get the coverage on ESPN. They'd get the tournament experience. They would get the tournament money. I don't know if they get that or if they don't get that or how all that works out. That's actually a pretty good question. If they win their conference, do they at least get the share? But, Neither neither here nor there. They would still get a little kickback just from the conference as is. But I, uh, I I'm I'm rooting for them big time, Roush. I hope I hope they they pull it off. And I think this is going to be good press for them.
0: Ooh, I actually spoke with some Bellarmine basketball players last night. Um, the the why are you where were you talking with them at? Well, each year the uh, a, a guy that teaches a uh, I'm friends with a guy who teaches a sports economics class at Bellarmine, and it's you know a lot of athletes are in it um they just have people kind of come in and talk about their jobs in sports so i did that last night and there was the yeah, other talk to another class yeah i've d- done it like three years in a row
2: <laughs> wow
0: you're just you, justin we're just not worthy buddy
1: that's that's fine Wait. i don't have time to talk to classes <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. i'm good with it i'm beautiful good with it.
0: beautiful but, yeah, it. you the thing that they didn't know is that if they could make the NIT or not, that was a big question because they can, I believe can't believe. Well, I think they can because they're over 500, but the NCAA technically, I think, owns the NIT now. Like, they recently bought it. So, uh, and they have a deal. They went to like the CBI last year. So, like the CBI wants them, but if they can get into the NIT, they would obviously rather have that. But they don't, the, the, the guys didn't even know the answer to that question if they could go to the NIT. So, I- I I've
2: re- I definitely read somewhere they could go to the NIT, whether that article was accurate or something has changed since then. But I had definitely read that they cannot go to the NCAA tournament, but they can go to any other. They, NIT is fair game, which I, nope. which I just thought the whole thing – I mean, the whole thing is so dumb.
0: It's so dumb. Oh, So dumb because it just – we, we mentioned it before, but it's like why, though? Like there's no – like if, if you're good enough to play and win, then you – play and win. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Just, there's not, you can't, you can't counter it with sound logic. You just can't.
2: No, no. uh, Either
0: way, huge night for Bellarmine, glad they're going to get this, this moment. Um, One question they did have though, is, is Louisville potentially going to poach Scotty D? And I was like, I I don't foresee that happening.
2: Oh, I, Um, I mean, I'd love it. I'd love it. Be I, do, uh, be. I love Scotty D. Perfect for Bellarmine. They they're <laughs> gonna build a statue of that dude outside Knight's Hall, and rightfully so. Um, but it, well, he's like seventy four years old.
0: I'm like, well, but yeah, it, that, that would be a horrific idea. He has
2: zero experience recruiting at that level as a head coach. You know, some experience obviously back, but even then, that was conference USA, U of L, still mm-hmm. a national. You know, still a national power, but. Still, not the not the same as the ACC U of L. Um, but no, they're not going to do that anyways.
0: Yeah, I uh, I did. I, I've heard the winds of winter are shifting away from uh, one Kenny Payne though, so that's that's encouraging, right? It uh, is it. But like from a Kenny Payne just doesn't want to deal with coaching Louisville aspect. Not like was well, disinterested.
2: Oh yeah, I um. I don't know. That whole thing, it's been one of the more bizarre searches that I can remember. It doesn't seem like anybody has a clue. And then yet some people are, nobody has it figured out, I should say. Because it, like people will be like, I don't know who it's going to be, but I'll tell you for sure it ain't going to be Kenny Payne. And then other people will be like, I don't know for sure it's going to be Kenny Payne but it's it's if he signs on the dotted line it's his they've made the off like it seems like people may know one piece of information and it's contradicted by other people sure but nobody seems to really be in the loop of what's going on here and that's interesting and it kind of makes sense at a place that doesn't have a permanent athletic director or president but you're Mm -hmm. right like the whispers are now that it's that that it's not going to be Payne. People are saying for the first time, I, for the first time in this search, I don't think it's going to be Kenny Payne, a lot which, of yeah. which is interesting. And, and for what it's worth, you know, we've said this like hush-hush just between us. I don't think Kenny Payne would necessarily be a home run slam dunk. I do think he'd get players into Louisville, but it's anybody's guess if he can coach or not. And that, that can be a positive. It can be a negative. Um, at least in a head coaching spot. He's a quieter guy. I don't know if that's what U L needs. Maybe it is. I don't think it is, uh, but he's a quieter guy. He's super nice. One of the best dudes that, that everybody who's met him, at least will say, but I don't think it's a, you know, so if they, if L hires him, I'm not shaking in my boots by any stretch of the imagination. The only coach out there. Well, here's UL uh, fans continue to convince themselves with drew and it's just not going to happen. It's, if you're a UVL fan listening to the show, do yourself a favor and tell your fellow fans to stop with the Drew Talk. Cause it's just it's gonna be like Pearl. We're gonna come back kind of thinking you all were kind of goofy for thinking it ever could be a possibility. I don't think they can pay enough for Musk, so I don't think you can I don't think you can get him. Um I don't I don't know I I don't know where they're gonna go. I, I honestly I think almost by like process of elimination Roush, it's almost Steve Forbes is gonna be like one of the one of the main if it's not Kenny Payne, I think like Forbes is probably high up on the on the candidates list.
0: One who I, I think would make sense, um especially after talking to some of our on three co workers up in Indy, uh, Ohio State does not care about basketball at all. They they're they're like the Big oh. f- Ten. Chris Holtman's from Kentucky and even though he grew up as a UK fan in Nicholasville, that that, that would check out.
2: I would rather have Holtman than than Forbes. Uh, Holtman if you're a Uval like I, I you know the weird thing is is like back in October I was talking with my U of L friends and I had mentioned a potential successor for Calipari down the road. And I was like, "Yeah, I could see Holtman, you know, he's big UK like he or he's big about Kentucky basketball and all that sort of stuff and they were so far out on him as, as like they thought he just hadn't done anything worth really a darn. Uh nearly got a one seed last year, but that they gave Mac the job basically for the same, for the same level of success, all things considered. But they were out on him. But I think that'd be a solid hire. I, I he's somebody super passionate, would do a good job. I think just kind of waiting for a stage that, yeah, you're right, a place that appreciates basketball a little bit more.
1: See, I, out of all the names we constantly bring up for Louisville, I just, I don't know. I don't have a belief that any coach would want to leave their school now for a crappy Louisville situation. I don't see Holtman wanting to leave Ohio State to come in and try to fix up this mess. I mean, it's that's a, a huge undertaking for whatever coach comes in.
0: Yeah, but you have to like clean up this huge mess. Ohio State was five hundred when he took him over, and he's been to the NCAA tournament every year. Like, and that's yeah, so a why would he
1: want to? Why would he want to leave that to try to replicate that at another school? That just to me that doesn't make sense.
0: Paid more, big teams. Ohio
1: State. Ohio programs. State, Louisville, comparable to me basketball programs.
0: Yeah, no, not not to me. Like, and, and, and I think a lot of it is just the, like, everybody in the state of Ohio, about 90% of them are Ohio State ass football fans. Yeah. Maybe 30% would say they're basketball fans. Like, it's it's very much night and day fractured from football to basketball. So that would be the big motivator. Um, but I, I think the thing that... TJ kind of alluded to when talking about Kenny Payne. And I don't know if this is a necessary requirement of the job, but it's just what we've come to know is that you need to be a big personality to be a head coach in the state and be successful. And I I don't know if that's Holtman or not. Like, I I really don't. Like, he strikes me as kind of a quieter guy. But I I admit that I've only heard him talk a handful of times, and one of them was um, when he helped um, get some money before they were set to play UK for that tornado relief fund. Um so like I I, I don't know if he's a big personality he doesn't strike me as that um but I know we we like our big personalities in the state of Kentucky and he he I don't think he's checking that box DJ. Well
1: if if that's what you're going for then we all know who the head coach of Louisville should be. I mean if there is a more perfect candidate than Muscleman, I, I I haven't seen him yet. They're just—they're I mean, not going to be able to outpay Arkansas. No, I, and I know that, and I don't even know that he would want to leave Arkansas for Louisville. But when you think back to them beating Auburn and that guy just celebrating down on the floor without his shirt and his little shoulder brace, that that just screams head coach of Louisville for me for whatever reason. And you know, like, and
2: that's—it's it, tough for U of L fans to admit it, and I and I I get it. Like, you don't you don't want to have to admit that you can't outpay Arkansas basketball it's a it's a tough reality part of it's your all's financial situation part of it's also the financial situation of the SEC but a big part of it is if you got in a bidding war with Arkansas for the first time arkansas basketball has been relevant since the mid 90s you know who's you know who's gonna you know who you're up against you know what money arkansas can tap into worse comes to worse Walmart you, you, money. you can't you you can't you can't compete with Walmart You just can't. So it's. I mean, it's the sad truth that unless Musk is just like I. I want. I don't like Ark. You know, unless there's some more to it. That. But if it. If it comes down strictly to cash, it's not. You're not winning that one. You're right. You know that would. That would be an amazing hire for L if you can make it happen. It would be great because Justin, you're. You're spot on. He's everything you need in terms of a personality to get a downtrodden fan base back their spirits back up. Just like Calipari did with. With after Gillespie's mess.
0: But in, in, I think the the biggest, the biggest aspect of it all that is just throwing a wrench in all of this, not having an AD or a president, and all of the uncertainty, yeah. stability, like that—that's what really is, I think, holding them back more so than anything. Not even the incident of Light Cloud, because I think we're all, I think everybody's just under the impression, like, screw them, they're not going to do anything. It, it's taken ten years. Like, come on, give me a break. But I, the not knowing who your boss is is probably, it's probably going to be hurting them more than anything
2: no doubt about it uh more uofl discussion than i than i'd figured all right bring this up briefly go this on has been a,
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna pat ourselves on the back so far outside of the early hiccup where i couldn't hear anything great, great show guys we're, we're doing a good job give yourself a round of applause we don't we don't praise we don't build each other up enough i'm, I'm good job tj good job justin we're doing
1: hey, Speaking of building each other up, I was letting a coworker listen to a portion of our show yesterday and TJ you called me a piece of garbage and she was so offended. She was so pissed. I was like I looked at her I was like that's just what we do. It's, we just we get at each other sometimes. No big deal. Oh, I don't think you're an actual piece of garbage. I know that. No, but she was like she was so offended. Like what is he talking about? There are some
2: people that just were like different words hit them differently. Um, the, the, they there, uh, I'm going to tell this story and this person could be listening, the people involved in this story could be listening, but I was with a buddy and his father and I jokingly was like, yeah, he's a, he's a little weasel, isn't he? And you would have thought that I had said like a slur or something like that. They both just were like weasel. Oh my God oh good heavens like (laughs) i promise you I, i just was like using it just like you'd say goober goober or something like that and um but different words can impact people different ways but yes i love justin and i love roush and anytime that we even we've had heated super heated disagreements and it's all in the context of a sports radio show it's not real life and even if it is somewhat like a serious topic or a real topic um people can have difference of opinions and you still like them for how they treat you or how they make you feel or the, just the enjoyment you get of being around them. And I very much enjoy Roush and Justin. And even though Justin is a, uh, doesn't have time to go back to Peakin high school to give a speech on proper adult <laughs> diets. Uh, I, he's still a good guy and uh, you need to give back to your community. Justin. I,
1: I did go. I did get back to in a couple of weeks ago, but I had to save the speech. Didn't have time. Uh, say.
2: Yeah, no time
1: for the speech. Um, all
2: right. Well, we are now running out of time, but it's all over the Thornton sex line, and we have to read – well, we don't have to read every text, but we try to read every text. People are going to bring up uh, Drew Deaner's arrest, fourth-degree – he's charged with fourth-degree assault, which is a misdemeanor. You've read the story. You've seen it. We're not going to try to act like it, it's not out there. Um, I don't really have any comment on it from a from a Diener angle I don't I've only had like one or two encounters with him and very brief just in passing like hey hey how are you Uh, they would let cats illustrated do their podcasting at their studios back way in the heydays which was always very nice of them and Diener was the one that would sign off on that sort of stuff Um, so I don't really have any sort of relationship don't know him anything he'll get his day in court he'll get to tell his story and that's the way that we do things in america so i will defer to i'll get we'll we'll get to hear more and we'll we'll the truth will come out and we'll go from there i will just say this though it's it's another it's another reason why deputy doofus's shtick with the uk football players was so pathetic and just ugly i mean more than anything else
0: Really short stuff Just
2: dumb, just really, really dumb. As if it wouldn't have come back around with U of L, which it did over the weekend as well. Uh U of L and did he have anything on that? No, of course he didn't. And that's why it's so dumb, is because you gotta let things play out, you gotta let things go through the court system, and whining about it every single day in the in because of a rivalry is just silly. And while he may say, Well, you know what, this one hits a little closer to home. It, it, it was hidden pretty darn close to home, I'm sure, for Vito Tisdale and his family, too, when a media member constantly, constantly, constantly was bringing it up and mentioning that people were hitting girls. It was stupid. It wasn't a fun bit, if it was a bit. And you should, uh, if you haven't apologized to them, you absolutely 100% should. So that's really my only take on this whole situation is another chance to just point out how big of a goober deputy doofus is that's my only take on the whole thing big goober all right hour one kentucky roll call is done we'll be back for hour number two tj walker nick roush and justin galen
1: Mm -hmm. oh
0: god Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call.
1: Nothing is over until we decide it
0: is! With Walker and Rosh.
1: We're just getting started, bro.
2: Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky roll call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, fourteen fifty AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Caley on your call. Tuesday morning. Go. Wow, is Justin coming for Roush's
1: spot? Wow, Roush, you been slacking today.
2: today.
1: Yeah, yeah hey, you, you better, didn't. you better do your job, Roush. Or I'm coming for it. We'll just, you better we'll take, take out
2: your second, second. Justin it does seem like he's been a little bit more focused on the, on the. Uh, the KSR beat lately more than the KRC beat, huh? Yeah, any,
1: anything but KRC, yeah.
0: I agree, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am in Lexington right now. Uh woke up at the crack of dawn, went to bed. I mean, it's the earliest I've gone to bed in a long time. It was as soon as that game ended, like, I went upstairs and was asleep out by, like, 930. So um got tucked in early, got up early because it's spring football. Spring football is back. Uh, Kentucky will take the field for the first time. They're practicing right now. Uh, I think, I I don't know their exact start time, but they're on the field as we speak. Three new assistants, Mike Stoops on defense, uh, Zach Yenzer on the offensive line, and Rich Scangarello as the offensive coordinator, along with 10 mid-year enrollees practicing. So the new-look Wildcats, it's their first time out on the field, and we're going to get to hear from Mark Stoops, uh, Scangarello, and a couple other players afterward. Uh, Hoping Will Levis, they said he's got class, but hopefully he can can slide in and speak with us for a few minutes before getting to class. Um, Because I'm curious, I I think the immediate, like it's hard to, so this week they'll have two practices. They'll they'll practice today and Thursday. Then they'll take a week off uh, and then come back. And that's when you really get into uh, the meat and potatoes um, uh, uh, of spring ball. But I I am curious just in the first, like, what will Levis' initial impressions are of Skangarella? What it was like being in the interview rooms, uh, room with him, and just, you know, the receivers. Like, the, I, I, I know we do the same old song and dance quite a bit, TJ. Um, you know, the offensive line, that's a bigger concern, that, but we, that's going to take some time. We got to let the cake bake there. But from the right receiver standpoint, like, Levis has been throwing with these guys, uh, since for, you know, for the last month or so, month or two. Uh, at, what does he think of them? <laughs> what do they like? Like, how, how is this all working out? So, um, hopefully, we'll get to hear from QB one today and, and shine a little light on on what UK's doing in spring practice this year.
2: Yeah, and if nothing else, you'll get the uh, how did how, how did the first impressions go, and you, you could mm-hmm. kind of get a feel of just how they they their their thoughts on the changes and the new folks in charge. But you are right, that's that's a better angle to go. Is okay, we can. We can, you can tell us how you feel about these people all you know, but you don't even know how the offense looks because you haven't really gotten to go through it just yet. But you have gotten to throw with the wide receivers, work through some, work with some of the skill position players. How, how are those things going? That's a good point. That's why, man, you've really grown, Roush. You're big, oh, Jack. Th-
0: thanks, pal. Uh, you know what? I try. I try. Um, fun thing that Adam Luckett observed when going through, combing through the roster you know you're going to look for the the jersey numbers uh Dinky's wearing 6, Tavian Robinson's wearing 9. Those are great great numbers for wide receivers. Deuce Hogan is not wearing the Deuce. I'm like what's your deal, buddy? Um but the big the big thing that jumped out to me uh Justice Dingle. Remember him? Four-star outside linebacker? I
1: do, I do yes. yeah.
0: Well, he switched his numbers and he's playing fullback now.
1: Wow. Fullback. Yeah.
0: Was yeah. he
1: That's coming through position?
2: Is he coming through yeah. the
0: turtle all time spot? I mean, and what, what's funny too is like Stoops made some sort of because like the 49ers, they used the fullback quite a bit with Use Check. Juszczyk. Use check's a badass. I was Cohen about it when he was still here, like i been doing fullback stuff and he kind of scoffed at it, like Use Check's a beast. He's a, he's one of one. You can't um you can't do that. Well uh, and then Stoops in his inter- intro press conference got asked about the fullback, and Stoops is like, "Listen, we're we're not lining up in twenty-two personnel with like a bunch of tight ends and fullbacks. Like it, the tight ends kind of can be fullbacks in that H-back role, but we're not having fullbacks." And then <laughs> they go and move Dingle to fullback. Oh man! Well, interesting,
2: interesting roster move there. Uh, probably not going to matter too much, right?
0: Um, I don't know how much they'll actually use it, but um, at least he'll be, he'll be on the field some. Uh, um, and who knows, Like that, that could turn into a little something-something where, like, oh, wow, we have, like, this – there could be a few important moments with the fullback. Let's just say that. Because you're using fullback mostly in critical, like, short yardage situations. So, like, that that could end up being a positive development down the road.
2: And uh, this spring, if nothing else, the the, the, the storyline – we thought for a while it was going to be just hey, Cohen, year 2. Now that you got your feet wet, what just build on the success. Instead, it's going to be new guy, not a whole new system or anything like that, but new tweaks, new new words. So that will be the storyline this spring and then maybe more eyeballs on the spring game just cuz I think people are going to want to make sure it still looks like it's humming. So That's that's something to look forward to when the spring game rolls around. I don't really care so much about the Calvin Ridley story. Do you all? Uh, I
1: care his response to it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That that, that part was wild, Justin. Like he's just going to tweet through it. Did I you see was, that, TJ? Uh, yeah, I did. I, I liked it. Hilarious. Good for him. Like,
2: and, of course, they get deleted because everybody freaks out. I wish just as a society we could all just, you know, chill. Like, hey, let okay, cool. Oh, it was only 1500 bucks. Yeah, all right. That That's that's not that much money.
1: Yeah, but. and for any anyone who missed it, Calvin Ridley suspended the entire 2022 season. This man goes on Twitter and says, I'll bet anybody $2 million right now, I don't have a gambling problem. <laughs> I hysterical. I didn't see that one that's hysterical.
0: <laughs> the the thing though that like is just like buddy, this is the one rule that they beat into you. Like when you go to a U events or camps or anything, like you have to watch don't bet on it videos that the NCAA produces. Like that they are very like here's the one rule you can't break. And he broke it like just by placing a bet on his phone. Like dude, get a bookie there's so many ways to try to get around this. And he just punched it in on his phone. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, it, it was
2: pretty, pretty dumb. I, I don't think he should be suspended an entire year for it. I mean, at least just given the situation. Um, I know that they're super, super serious though, and have a zero tolerance sort of deal with it, but he wasn't even play, you know, he was hurt or out, whatever was going on. Um, and he was betting them to win. Like, shouldn't you go out there and try to win? So he just had some faith in his team, but yeah i i you can't do it you just you can't do it and
0: um,
2: i feel like people are gonna have like big takes on it i don't really you know whatever
0: well i think the big take is at the heart of it the reason why they're so anti-gambling is because it's all about the integrity of the game that that's that's at the heart like if you if people think it's a sham then you're devaluing your product those broadcast rights are worth a lot of money and the the reason why it could be big is because the the whole uh suit for brian flores um and if there's a question of the integrity of the game because the owner is paying his coach to sandbag and to lose games like if they if they if they actually investigate that and they find that to be true then they have to force him to sell it's just a question of now like the nfl it's like what they did with the washington football team and dan snyder like they're just not gonna like all right we're just gonna cover this under the rug they can they, they can kind of do whatever they want so um i i don't know if they're gonna sweep it under under the rug or not but if they don't if they actually investigate it then that means the dolphins if they're gonna be like this with calvin ridley then they've got to put their foot down against that dolphins owner too stephen ross
2: yeah but is there is it like proven that that happened
0: well, that, that, that's, the, that's where they're at now. Right now, it's just, like, alleged in a lawsuit. Um, but we don't know how much they're investigating and, and all that sort of deal. They've responded to all, all the racial stuff. Like, uh, there, there's been many statements made about those allegations from Flores, no, but they not- have not really said anything about the Dolphins aspect of it yet.
2: Okay. So who knows what
0: they're going to do with that?
2: Yeah. Uh, well, we're going to do with the text line what we do. The Thornton's text line, we read it, stop by Thornton's, download the Thornton's app, become a refresher and rewards member, and save money each and every time you go to the pump. And gas prices are just hilariously stupid right now. Every little bit helps. So save yourself some coin. Go to a Thornton's today. And we'll read some text here on the Thornton's text line. 502-414-1450. Uh, somebody sent in a picture of Gene C. Beer. I'm sure I'm probably mispronouncing that. Scoots only eating chips for dinner. Such a relatable dirtball move. I went to Georgia Southern and we never ate dinner until we had at least 527 Gen C ices, AKA black labels. I don't know if that, I, you know, a foreign language to me on some of that stuff, but I'm assuming that's like the equivalent of uh, a BL Platinum. Or the natty ice
0: well um a 24 ounce can is a dollar 13. oh um, my gosh yeah
2: <laughs> did you ever have the natty ices that's
0: horrible never had natty ice uh, well so my mother she actually was a fan of the bud ice the original bud light platinum and um that was one of those times where i i got some of those in high school and had to do the whole like tell my parents yeah, I got drunk. A lot. I, I, I'm drunk. Like, I, because the, the wow. ices, man, the ices get you.
2: I, I can't imagine you were better at 16 or 17 hiding that you were drunk than you are now. So I'm sure your parents probably knew.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Like, I came home and was like, no, I didn't dream They're Like, really? It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The,
2: the, the Natty Ices were disgusting. I mean, that was truly just some of the worst beer you could put in. But boy, again, did they really get like a
0: bunch of... I really,
1: I want to know how you say this.
0: The Genesee. Like, Gen, that, that, I, I think that, I've heard. I thought it was just Genesee, but I could be wrong. I mean, it sounds just disgusting. The Steel Reserves are the ones that really... Uh, that I always like cringed looking at. But another cheap beer that actually isn't bad is Stro. Have you ever had a Stro? No, never heard of it though. Stroh, think. Um, the, yeah, they, they like are the most plain. Look like your grandfather ate them. Like you wonder if they even still have the the tab to open it or not. Like by yourself, or if you need to get your own can opener to open this can. That's how old they look. It's a very old school beer. Um, but I, I know one of Brooks' relatives. He he still brings Strohs to like family functions. He he's the last person I know still drinking Strohs. Ralph, we've got break, we've got breaking news. Ah, Oh,
2: Georgia and Tom Crean to part ways after the season. Uh,
0: Oh, man. Oh,
1: tomorrow. Tom Crean to Louisville. Many are asking. who? Not a
2: surprise at all. Um, kind of weird that he's gonna—they're gonna let him get beat by Vandy uh, and then fire him. Or yeah, part like, what, just him.
0: wait two days. Like he's gonna <laughs> lose tomorrow night. Like, what are you doing?
2: I just—but it's out. It's out. But everybody knew he was gonna be gone. I mean, they're—they're they're looking. They're digging up dirt to try to not have to pay him. So that's always a, a good sign that things aren't going in, a, in the right direction. But with, with he meeting got Nick point, Rouse
0: the kiss of death.
2: He, many people he, are he, asking. him. He got a lot of people say that, but he he got players. Just couldn't win with them. I mean, Anthony Edwards is unbelievable.
1: Where have I seen yeah. that
2: before? I'm
1: trying to think. <laughs> where, <is that? laughs> where he where he got players but couldn't win with them? Yeah, I, I just can't remember where he was before. Hey, he got again
2: like the Sweet Sixteen is mecca now for IU fans, and guess what? He went there twice because of him. How many times did how many times did the other coaches go there? Uh, I don't. Archie didn't go to the tournament. So, and none of the three head coaches have been there yet.
1: Yet, yet is the key word there, my friend.
2: Nah, no, just got to get in. Just got to get in, and you got to beat Michigan to to do that. But yeah, so Tom Crean, he's out. See you later. I'm curious who Georgia hires that. Lot of middle tier openings. I don't know where they fit in the pecking order.
0: Yeah, I yeah, not not high. Um, I
2: can tell you that much. Not great, Bob. but I do wonder if they'll. And, and we'll move on from this because nobody cares. But I do wonder if they'll just be like, well, I mean, sheesh, look at Auburn and uh, they're they're having a good time, and look at Tennessee. Like maybe we just invest financially and really commit to this and maybe we can get something going.
0: But apparently there was a big article with like former players saying the same thing. Like how come Auburn can be good at basketball and here we're stuck with this. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I think there might actually be some headway there. Like that. I think that was a big motivation along with the off the court stuff. Gotcha. A texter
2: says the sec network has a two and a half hour window for sec basketball games. This must've been for beers of spears.
1: No, we were talking about the two-hour windows yesterday and how it wasn't enough
0: because. Oh yeah,
2: over. okay. Uh, the, I, I didn't know the FCC network did that.
0: They, they well, because they only show like three games on a Saturday or something like that. So, but they they still don't do it for like a weeknight. They just will have like a six thirty and an eight thirty.
2: I just don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I guess I'm okay if you don't want to do it. But if you don't want to do it, then don't start the other game and just you know tough taters for those people in the arena
0: tough taters could be
1: could be more money for the schools if you did that yeah more hang more, out a little longer drink a few more, more beers bummer more
2: concessions yeah just do like a fun you know bring out the halftime act and
0: <laughs> make them start doing stuff oh,
2: man. baby races is really popular nowadays
1: yep
0: oh those
2: are fun those are fun
1: Will you enter Lucy into any baby racing contests?
2: Speaking of baby racing, Lucy's gonna be hanging out with me for the rest of of this show. Ooh,
0: we we got a good.
2: we we got a we got a good parenting one hundred and one firsthand experience. Uh, Over telling the daycare her ailments and some bylaws, she's like not allowed back till tomorrow. So <laughs> we overshared and we're paying for it dearly
0: yeah yeah well live and learn live and learn live
2: and, live and learn luckily we've got great folks in our life and Gigi's gonna come
0: over uh soon but not now yeah all good hey lucy bake those hot takes up for us Lu- lucy says
2: hello uh all right yeah just don't play the other games uh, until until the other ones are over, a texture sa- or just make like a fifteen minute window. A texture says, "Let's talk about Diener. We did move over to broke girls. KRC has two brave guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are pretty brave, man.
2: We've said that for for years. A texture says, "Cal's Rolex." Haven't seen it. He got it back, Crouch.
0: He did get it back. Wow! Shout out to Cal.
2: And I don't. The, the lucky aspect does seem it, it 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 does seem like his spin just to make
0: sure he was gonna
2: get his watch back because he just <laughs> it got does. it at Christmas.
0: Oh well there's no way it's lucky then you can't develop a lucky something and only have it for three months. Well, I guess unless it's like unless it's unless it's hair I mean okay and here 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 is where he could argue the point that it is lucky. Remember when the team kind of turned it around? Like it was, it was maybe a week bef- two weeks, two games before that, because that they, they lost to the Notre Dame, they went and beat the oh. snot out of North Carolina, beat the snot out of uh, Western Kentucky, and then you had Christmas break. So maybe okay. he could argue that's when they turned it around. He, he he let the bygones be bygones from last season, and it was all because of this lucky Rolex. I love it.
2: I was wrong. Great job getting it back to him. Now the cats are going to win number 9. Roush, you take this big long one. It's uh, some Vegas advice from our friend Keith.
0: Oh, Keith. Okay. I'm 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 sure he's got some great tips for you, TJ. As a fellow Vegas Vegas frequent visitor, let me give you some info for your pool trip this week or for your trip this weekend. Circa Pool Sportsbook is awesome. The pools are heated and with huge screens and the private cabana, you'll absolutely love it. Another great sports book to watch games is Westgate. Just checked it out last weekend for the Arkansas game, and I was impressed with the huge screens and great draft beer selection. If you want a good place for a nice dinner, check out Herbs and Rye. Great place for that nice dinner spot that's slightly off the strip, but totally worth it. Great food and amazing drinks. My other favorite drink spot near downtown is called Atomic Liquors. It's a great spot to start a night and then a short walk for the no- downtown for the night. Have fun, buddy. I'll be there starting Sunday for eight days. Looking forward to it. Eight days? Yeah, that sounds miserable. That eternity. is way too many yeah i guess if you like uh, yeah i don't know uh even as somebody who could be like well maybe you just do it you do vegas a different way even doing vegas a different way that's a lot i've done you could you could do it a different way you know you could go
2: to see the the dam you could go play golf you know you, you you could find ways where it's not just constant gambling but when there's basketball on maybe you just would want it to be the constant gambling i've got a buddy that spent a week in vegas and didn't seem uh, it it was a lot and then I've, I've got several friends that did a whole spring break in new orleans and they after like day four were miserable and understandably so
1: i, I went to vegas twice both times for four days both times i wished it was three days <laughs> I mean, it's just it's so days out in Vegas are so long. But
2: Keith, I appreciate you sending all that stuff in. I'm not going to be there super long, so I don't know how much of that stuff I'm going to be able to do. But I appreciate the advice. I have it written down, and uh, sorry that I'll just miss you out there. A texter says, "So, are we going to talk about the guy this morning over at 680?" We did. How? Oh, just uh, Roush. What's this next one here?
0: Um, this next one here says, uh, "What happened to?" Oh no, there's a <laughs> How much bust could a bust and justin bust if a and could just bust? Man, that's tough.
1: That's tongue twister. you are busted. Man. Bustin' bust heard... somehow he doesn't like somehow he doesn't like that song. You know I heard I like Ghostbusters yesterday and heard that part. I thought of you all. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you think of us during that specific part.
2: Uh Dexter says. Ah, uh, what happened to Mass Mondays? If he can't do it, I wish you all could have gotten some other bracketologists to join. Well, this isn't Burger King, buddy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> can't have um, eggs, just- can you.
2: It kind of just we lost kind of track of time with Shelby. It it how do, we we didn't do it with the pandemic, and I don't know.
0: I it just uh, it's also one of those things we our, our our texters. We want to give you all our full attention, and on Mondays there's usually a t- like when when would we have, we have had time to talk brackets yesterday. Like it was a jam packed show, so uh, we maybe, really maybe it just yeah. Thursday. We really did just run
2: out of kind of time with them, but I will say there's I I, I can't well. Actually, I instantly just thought of like six that were. Seems like Kentucky, we know what their selection stuff's going to do. They're a two oh. seed. If they win the SEC tournament, they'll be a one. Maybe if they get two games, they could be a one. But probably just best to go ahead and get all three if you want to be a one. And there's really no scenario where they drop to a three seed. So they're it's they're pretty comfortable. And I was going to say like more than any other year, but obviously I think we knew UK seed in 15 just fine. We knew their seed in 12 just fine. We knew their seed in 10 just fine. So I I stood corrected before I even finished the sentence.
0: I, I will say though that is one thing that I, uh, you know, I, I applaud folks like, like Tyler and Luckett. They can get all in the weeds with quad wins and blah 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 blah. Like I can't, I can't do that. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm firmly in the like, w- let's let's play the games. Like I've got a good range, and then if it's not what I want, then I'm just going to say it's rigged. Selection committee, that they're, they're out to get us. Like I'm, I'm, I'm much more content doing that than getting into all the numbers because there's, there, you know, a lot of scenarios can play out. Um, it, I will say that the, the one thing that is kind of nice TJ is the way the draw happened. I don't think you can lose a game that drops you down to a three, like cause Alabama, I think would still technically be a quad one loss, even if you were upset in the quarterfinals. Um, and then the positive is that like there's that there, there aren't really one seed set in stone. Um, and if you win the SEC tournament, you're probably going to be a one seed. It just, I think, it, some of it's dependent on what happens in the Big Twelve tournament, and also um, if if Arizona gets upset in in the Pac twelve tournament.
2: Yeah, so. and I we we talked a lot about that all that same stuff yesterday. Um, so agreed, and go back and listen to yesterday's podcast if you can. Brought to you by Cornbread Hemp.
0: Mm, Yeah, I think uh, little Lucy could use some cornbread hemp to make her content, Um, but it's made for adults because it's extra strength CBD, 50 milligrams of CBD with two milligrams sprinkled in of THC to give you that extra punch. It's extra strength, extra good, and during Sleep Awareness Month, it'll, it'll help you wind down. After exciting March Madness action, I know that's difficult to do after you got wild buzzer beaters here and there, but you can with Cornbread Hemp. Thirty percent off at checkout when you use the promo code Big X. You can't get that 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 kind of discount everywhere, folks. So use the promo code Big X at checkout at CornbreadHemp.com and enjoy some of their full spectrum all organic CBD products today. TJ,
1: I'm not trying to tell you how to parent, but I would not be giving Lucy cornbread hemp. <laughs> uh,
0: she
2: just loved to read so much, she just had to let Roush know that she <laughs> was a huge fan of cornbread hemp. Uh, I didn't know that it was Sleep Awareness Month.
0: Yeah, Sleep Awareness Month at Cornbread Hemp. Or, no, in general, but Cornbread Hemp's like, oh, sleep awareness, we love to be aware of sweet sleep. Gosh, now I can't talk. Lucy right. wants you to know it's also
2: Woman's History Month.
0: And she, if you use promo code
2: big exports radio any woman listener will get 30 percent off a of cornbread hemp
0: wow that's that's a good job lucy You did great
2: she really really did the only bracket thing that really is gonna steam my biscuits is if villanova is a three kentucky a two in philly then i'm i'm
0: not gonna be a happy camper oh it'd be great though if there were more kentucky fans than than nova fans there would not be Sorry. But it would I, be. It, you know.
2: I mean, yes, that would be great, but there would not be. Yeah, there, there would not be. Uh, that's a far. That's Philly's tough. It's a tough spot to get to. Um,
1: it's where I Kentucky's saw North Carolina work. destroy Indiana.
2: Yeah, when in sixteen, yeah. when when I that that was the regional that season as well. Uh, per, you know, perfect world, Kentucky's in Chicago, but ideally, I don't want out west with Sam or in San Francisco with Gonzaga. I you know, I, ideally, but whatever bring it on kentucky's good they can beat anybody at some point you got to go out there and play the games uh texter says and we'll go to a break here oregon state won the pac-12 tournament and went to the elite eight last year they are three and 27 one and 19 in the pac-12 <laughs> Yikes.
0: man march is just crazy the fact that that can happen like
1: yeah georgetown uh, and oregon state were like huge cinderellas what happened to oregon state does anybody know, like, three games this year? That's pathetic. They Indiana, Indiana, when they had to put together a makeshift team under Tom Crean, won six games.
2: And they put them on CBS, like, two weeks ago. Um, but they and they also gave their coach, I think, a big extension, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> That's good. All right, let's go to our last break, shall we? Let's do it. Come back. We'll wrap up the Thornton's text line. We'll see what else Lucy has to say. It's a fun Tuesday here on Kentucky Roll Call and Big Exports Radio. Mm-hmm. TJ Barrage, <laughs> Justin Kalen, Lucy. We'll
0: Gonna do when a Kentucky roll call. And a Walker and Roush. Run wild
2: on you. Welcome back, Kentucky roll call. Here on Big Exports Radio. If you hear some cooing and con and baby noises in the background, no, Trevor Kelsey's not back on the show. That's my daughter, my five-month-old Lucy. So that's what that noise is, if you are wondering. I'm TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Tuesday. And uh, Roush, I think we've talked about our sponsors today. Um, I guess uh, more Line, huh?
0: Yeah, Thornton's line. Right. You, uh, you, Great donuts, Thornton's. So let's go to it, shall we? Um, A texter asked, uh, no, they didn't ask. That elbow didn't touch the kid. That was a straight flop job. I mean, I I, I was just watching Jason Frake's uh, video, and so it wasn't the clearest, but it's still like, what are you doing swinging your elbows 30 feet from the basket? Like, that was just dumb. Like, of course the ref's going to call that. That's on you for a little bit of that. No, I, I didn't I didn't like the call,
2: but that did cross my mind. Like, you're, you're literally a foot away from half court. Why are you even bringing that possibility into the – like, you know, officials are officials. They're bound to make mistakes. Why are you going to allow them to give you a mistake right there? Um, I, I also
0: thought that was a bad call. Like, Speaking come of bad on. calls, did you see the end of the Charleston-UNC-Wilmington game? No, I did not. Oh, whoo! Uh, Barstool tweeted out the video. There's also a guy, Matthew College Football, that's tweeting out a bunch of the videos. It's the semifinals of the Colonial Tournament, and it's a one-point game. And UNC Wilming- – so so Charleston's down one, guy drives to the lane. Bad, bad block, and they just fall for it, call a charge, give the ball to Wilmington, and they win. I mean, it was – it, it's, it's, it's a bad block charge call. And, of course, the ref fell for it it can end seasons it can end basketball careers it's such a bad call yeah such a bad call um one texture says went to the ballard mail game and it was the best high school basketball game I've ever seen in my life jaw dropping stuff yeah and that that's what made me kind of disappointed that I wasn't able to make it out there but gosh it, it the 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 fans there the crowd like it it had the perfect setup the perfect crescendo of, like well well done uh, shout out to all parties involved but especially male they're moving on to the Sweet 16 uh tonight How the, how's the gym out at Valley it's an or, it's big um okay. yeah yeah I mean, and they built it just so that JCPS could that so they didn't have to rent out a place and they could just take all the gate and, and like control all that without having to rent Knights Hall or we used to play in the Louisville Gardens back in the day in the regional tournament um but I bet it's probably like six thousand ish or so okay I can deal with
1: that. I got to go there tonight.
0: Oh, are you doing sixth region final? Yep. Dawson and J-Town, yes, sir. I really hope Dawson gets there just because I, I, I can't – I hate that J-Town is in the sixth region. It just – it bugs me. Like, no, you're a seventh region team. Get the hell out of here, j Should be a great game. Wow, shots fired at J-Town. They should be a seventh region. That is kind of weird. Yeah, they they won they won it uh, back in like 03, 04, uh, I believe, back in the day with uh, Chris Morrow coaching the team. I think he's at Iroquois now, which is weird. But um yeah, let's go. Let's go Tony Moss and Doss. Keep keep it in the south end.
2: Oh, I can already hear Justin crying about how long of a drive it is out to Valley.
0: And also the parking is terrible, so just prepare for that.
1: I you know what though, the it's I, so I'll be working in Louisville today and it'll take me probably 15-20 minutes longer to get out to Valley from work than it will to get from Valley to home. Isn't that What crazy? time are
2: you what time are you going to be like heading out that way?
1: Uh, I'm planning to leave work about 4.30, 4.40. Oh, God. Leave 15 (laughs) minutes earlier. Well, so the game's not till 7, so I think that'll give me sufficient time. Okay. But you're just going
2: to, well, gosh, you're just, you're getting, you're going to get stuck in the worst of it, though. I'm sure. I'm sure.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, just uh, ask for, I can give you some tips on directions and food, if, you know, for all that good stuff. So just give me a shot. I know where you can get a bag of chips and some platinums. Come on.
1: That's for after the game. That's, where, that's what I'll be seeking after the game.
0: Oh, let's come back to this Thornton Stacks on. John here. Good morning, everyone. Well, if you can't keep your hands to yourself, then just stay the heck home. Mr. Ridley, it doesn't matter if you were playing in the games or not. Don't put money on the games. It's just common sense. Anytime you have players or refs betting on the games, you always have people questioning the integrity of the sport. Come on, man. You know this. Always, also, guys, with this crazy world getting crazier and warmer temperatures coming, how many more odd stories do you think we will hear, if any, of the sports industries in the next few months? Well, got to go talk to you later. Wait, wait, I don't wait. get the last question. Yeah, like, like are we going to have crazy sports stories? Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of.
1: I think he's saying because when the weather gets warmer, people generally act a little crazier.
0: I I, I assume that's what he's saying. Okay, maybe, maybe that's it. Um,
1: also, Rouse, you skipped the text. Was it because it was bashing you?
0: No, I found I found that to be pretty interesting as well. Yeah. Lucy brought that oh, up, too. I did. Sorry about that. I missed that from Kirby. He said, LOL, Roush was the nerd who thought he beat Trinity. Take out your suck it and suck it, Roush. And that was from T-Mob. Suck it, T-Mob. Wow. T-Mob. That was actually from Kirby. He's part of the T-Mob.
1: What's the T-Mob? I've never Trinity. heard of it. That- the Trinity Mob. Come on, Nick. Get your head in the game. Hey, <laughs> They have shaggy hair,
2: and they pop their collars. It's the T-Mob.
0: Uh, 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 the, the the Tiger Cage, or no, Rage Cage, is cooler than the T-Mob.
2: The Rage Cage was pretty wild. I mean, a lot of, lot, of, lot of teenage boys in the Rage
0: Cage.
1: <laughs> I like Lucy's oh. a fan.
0: Texter says, I started watching that new HBO show about the Lakers, and I can already tell it's going to be amazing. Everything John C. Raleigh touches this gold. Argue with a wall. Have uh, you all either I, have you seen it? I, I have not watched it yet. Uh okay. we weren't a, I, I was watching Gemstones catching up with the last two episodes of that Sunday nights, but I but I will be watching the showtime show.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one
0: because i think you i don't think that jerry bus is that much of a character but i hope he is and i just like having somebody as animated john c riley in there so yeah i
2: have uh not seen it but plan on watching it was cure i've heard um haven't ha- haven't heard anything about it but hoping it's good
0: somebody said yes they can go to the nit I, wikipedia says they cannot go to the nit i think that's the part where it's going to be tricky because the NCAA bought the NIT a few years ago. It used to be independent, but now it is not. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I hope they can, though. hope they can.
2: Yeah, the whole thing's just silly, as we've mentioned several times. both fans better hope they can hold on to Caleb Glenn because he's a legit high-level D1 basketball player. Not a single person on Ballard could guard because he was too fast and strong and he could step out and hit a three. His bounce was also stupid where he was doing windmills before the game. Well, it'd be fun to see a Reed Shepherd Glenn matchup. Although, you know, the the, the side pieces on mail probably a little bit better. But then they did they play North Laurel played somebody, one of the big wigs.
0: It was uh it was Knox Central, and it, it was that kid from um the, the kid the kid from Knox Central that big guy that's a big time football recruit, and his name escapes me right now.
2: No, I'm talking about like in the uh, King of the Bluegrass or something.
0: North Laurel. Okay. They, they well, kept up with some teams in the KOB. I think it was Kovkath who ended okay. up going up early. Yeah. Um, yeah,
2: they lost in, like, the championship game or
0: something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, th- that was uh, – yeah, good call. Good Good. Good call. And I, I'm one of those two who had been doubting Caleb Glenn for a while. Like, is he just a tweener? But <laughs> if 38 points in that game, hitting the shots he was hitting, like, from different spots on the floor, he wasn't just, like, bullying Maker Bar or something inside. Like, that – so I, I could be the one who ends up being a dingus for doubting Caleb Glenn as a high D1 prospect. And you know what? I'll happily call myself a dingus for, for saying that.
2: We are all a dingus from time to time. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, in Wikipedia, next to born for Scotty Davenport, it has fifty-seven, fifty-eight. That's from Steve.
0: He was oh, born in two we, years. Do we not know when he was born? or Like what? Was he born?
2: <laughs> I'm sure maybe there's a story behind that uh texter says being a piece of garbage is in endure- dirt and endearing i think is what they mean uh, these fellows are hilarious give them a listen and it's a are you a piece of garbage comedy podcasts. is that Justin, what you report if you if you get some time you report back what you think of that podcast
1: i i actually had clicked on it it was just krc so i i didn't yeah. understand was it really <laughs> no
2: that would have that would would have been pretty funny <laughs> Uh, Texter says, Deaner just a few short weeks ago, was gloating about the L flagship station, and now he's charged. As Deputy Doofus would say, he's a Louisville man. Um, yeah, again, you know, he'll get his day. Uh, lovely mothers drink Bud Ice is the most south side thing I've ever heard.
0: <laughs> you know, had a little extra kick. Didn't get as bloated. So, yeah, why not? Might enjoy a little Bud Ice. Uh, another Texter says, Steel reserves will have you recreating the bathroom scene from Dumb and Dumber.
2: <laughs> Man, not a good, not not, not a good scene. Uh, Texter says Louisville media is the worst after the allegations with the UK football team came out. Deputy would go on radio daily and talk about it for an hour. He even got so butt hurt he had a meltdown on radio. Coming at you, TJ, and that was some of the funniest radio I've ever heard. So they spend months talking about college students, but yet the deputy hasn't addressed uh, what's going on at their place, Deaner. Was a charge, blah blah blah, and they don't even mention it once. Um, Yeah, that's that's. I I wonder. You should you should bring you should bring it up to them. A texter says, "I'm going to work a work conference uh, Sunday to Wednesday. Basketball the other four days. I wouldn't want to be there longer if it wasn't for the work stuff."
0: Ah, that 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 checks out, Keith. That checks out because that that's a be a long long time out in Vegas. Um, Alex from Colga. Oh, gosh, this is one Justin sent twice. Just kick the dingus out of here. Good morning, guys. Alex from Colgate here with my very unscientific response to TJ's question about my Red Bull habit. My hypothesis is that it is no way founded in science and concerning is that my body is so thirsty for fluids in the morning. When I start my day with a Red Bull, my body soaks it up but also dehydrates it further while also giving me the energy I want. Then with my body being further dehydrated, when I do drink water, I just soak it all up and thus do not have to pee as much. But I'm still adequately hydrated. My body is a delicate ecosystem. Now that ecosystem may be a toxic swamp, but an ecosystem nonetheless. It's called gaming the system, boys.
2: <laughs> Alex from Colga, I love you, but that's that's the equivalent of a fantasy football text to me.
1: <laughs> but it's it's very accurate. Everything he said is is very accurate. I, oh. I'm the same way.
0: It checks out. It checks out yeah. according to Scooter Dingus. But if
1: if his body is a toxic swamp, mine is the Everglades. So.
0: Oh. lucy
2: chiming in on the one seed scenarios we need to get her and duke to pick games and bracket by giving them two teams and whichever one they grab is their pick both of them could probably do a lot better than myself well and a lot better than their parents too that's for sure
0: very good point we gotta duke, duke's gonna be picking teams definitely that that's gonna be a fun activity and hell if laura rutledge can get her kid picking games then we can have our kid picking games by god
2: did i see duke wearing a chicken head the other day uh, a duck
0: d- a duck mask it was uh, it's it's a, if you if you ever see the san jose state duck on twitter uh, like that this dude just wears a rubber duck mask to all the games in the student section we it was left behind in our house when we got there um and yeah duke will put it on another night he hit like three shots in a row with this duck mask that i can barely see out of i don't know how he did it but kid the kid can shoot some ball impressive um, another texture says, "Uh oh, Joey Brackett says the Hoosiers listed as the first team out." Justin, please invite me over for your last Bud Light Platinum before you say goodbye. Absolutely, yeah, we can uh maybe hit up around of golf as well, Keith. Uh, Justin, texture <laughs> <he> says, <laughs> says leave extra early and stop at Mike Lennings for some chicken wings. <laughs>
2: Oh, that's a great text into the show. God bless hey, you, Texter. Are you here for the, the
1: Mike Lenning's chicken wings talk, Justin? I, yeah, no, I don't think so. That didn't ring a bell with me. Well, make sure you get them when you head out that way. Isn't Mike Lenning's seafood? Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. somebody recommended them, and, and TJ tried them, and they might be the worst thing ever made.
2: <laughs> I love Mike Lenning's. Uh, what, I mean, if it was if it was closer, I'd be going there so much, especially during Lent. But, uh, do yeah, the chicken wings.
0: Not good. Shockingly,
2: huh? a good place. Not, not their go-to. Uh-huh. If, yeah, uh huh. If gosh,
0: they were so bad. Somebody says if you were going that far south on Dixie, you might as well stop at Chrissy's Cafe. Nice hidden gem down Dixie. Yeah, it's on the other side of the Jean Snyder, but Chrissy's is a good spot, and so is uh, so is uh, Kalil's. That's the the local watering hole.
2: Is Chrissy's
1: uh, actually good? I you
2: know I've driven by it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Nice diner spot.
1: Okay, I'll be oh. uh. Doing play-by-play for a basketball game, so not looking for a watering hole. But uh, food recommendations are oh, are, Justin okay. can't drink before I go on air. Are you kidding me? Yes. Oh, yeah, Roush does the same stuff. Like he, we
2: get, we get it. We know what media members are up to. It's no big deal.
0: Yeah, so, Joe Not, Bob, this, he not this one.
2: Yeah, and Justin, you don't, you only drink beer,
1: anyways. You're right, but not before uh, I go on air.
0: Well, grow up, buddy. Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a couple of techs. uh, big game tonight at Freedom Hall. I hope that place is packed for Scotty da- and Scotty Davenport brings home the ASUN championship. Uh, and one <laughs> other thing. Scott Davenport said on the that they go to the NIT CBI. And there's also a new tournament this year that they can go to both. That would be interesting. We actually have six conference championships games tonight One of the most packed slates uh, before Saturday. I think that's the only day that has more uh, championship games. Um, But in addition to the A Sun, Bellarmine's a two and a half point favorite. You bet your sweet buns! I'm going to be betting on the Knights. We've got Jacksonville. Is that what I saw? Yep, Jacksonville. Yep, Um, yeah,
1: two and a half for sure, no question.
0: Oh no! Oh god, I don't like that confidence, Scoots. Um, I want to get to the other games, but I saw that Louisville just moved a half point. They're one and a half point favorites. Over Georgia Tech, Louisville, they, their, they, their run to March and the NCAA tournament starts now.
2: It'd be in their best interest to win tonight if they wanna. If they wanna hear their name on selection Sunday.
1: Are you telling me I can get Georgia Tech at plus odds to win money line? Yeah,
0: yeah plus I,
2: would, I would. This U of L team wants this season to be over with so desperately
0: yeah. terrible. I don't know how I will would, bet that. I don't know how they're yeah. favorites. Yeah. Um the other conference championships northern kentucky they can punch their ncaa tournament ticket they've already been a couple of times they're going to play right state at seven on espn so uh, right state wrong college get the hell out of here let's go Norse. Norse force baby um they're two point favorites bryant and wagner in the northeast bryant's hosting that game in their tiny little gym as four point favorites might have to just take the the home team there um and gonzaga they're they're the nightcap, the West Coast Conference. That game's gonna stink. They're gonna get revenge on St. Did you did you gloss over the summit championship, South Dakota State versus North Dakota State? I am gonna get to that later, but uh Gonzaga 12 and a half point favorites. I, I just hadn't scrolled down to actually get to the line for North South Dakota State, they're hosting as well, five and a half point favorites. So I might have to just do a money line with the teams hosting because that that feels like a. You know, I, I don't know about how I feel about all the points. I know South Dakota State, too, they've won like 20 straight games. So
2: Take, take, take the over in that one. Um, that, that will be a good time. The Jackrabbits, they are a great offensive team. They're going to be uh, – I bet they win tonight, and they'll be a tricky – they may be a tricky out. I would not uh, – I don't want to see – I don't want Kentucky to play Longwood or South Dakota State. Not that UK wouldn't beat both of them, but just, you know, would rather avoid those if possible. And the right. good news for Gonzaga is it doesn't even matter what you do in your game tonight. You you won't drop in any polls. You'll still be a number one seed regardless. And so uh, you know who really cares? Go out there and have a good time, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, just just enjoy the scenery in Vegas. Yeah, you, have fun. Uh, Gonzaga—they strike me as a bunch of squares. <laughs> the um, fans in general, like
2: it just, they were
0: pretty dorky at the Final
2: Four in 2017.
0: A bunch of losers.
2: Yeah, bunch of losers. Uh, another text comes into the show. What app do you use to download to make bets in Indiana? I use DraftKings.
0: Yeah, I do as well. I was actually scouring some of the futures um, bets. FanDuel has some pretty decent, ha- has some good juice out there. I-, I know some folks like FanDuel as well, but I'm I'm a DraftKings man. I can't I can't quit it. So,
2: man. well, I think that's our show. Go Knights,
0: man. Let's do it. Come on, Bellarmine. Bring home the A-Sun title. What Can't time is that
2: game? All day, uh, Five o'clock. Weird oh, time. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, everybody, have a great Tuesday. Thanks for listening texting into the show and Lucy for making a cameo. A lot of fun. We'll be back tomorrow. Maybe not as hectic circumstances. This is Kentucky Roll Call. Oh, oh. I'm Big X-Forty. and Justin K. Dude.